such a blessing to be able to bring you the prayer experience today. We thank the Lord for his mercies, his kindness, his goodness, and his love for us. Wherever you are, thank you for joining us on the prayer experience. Please share this video. It's so important you do it. Share this video. Tell friends, family members, tell people that it is time to pray. A quick reminder that the prayer experience comes to you weekdays, 1 p.m. UK time, and Saturday and Sunday, 6 p.m. UK time. Also, subscribe to Daily Talks Media UK channel on YouTube. We haven't seen movement on that in the last two, three days. Please, if you haven't subscribed yet, even if you don't go on YouTube for the prayer experience, but by so doing, you can share and you can uh, spread the word on this prayer ministry. That way you, you're helping us and helping the work and the vision that God has given to us. Connect with us real time. If you're live with us right now, leave a comment, leave a prayer report and leave a praise report. Let's know what the Lord is saying to you. Share it with us. We want to hear from you. Also, the prayer experience hotline is there. There's a landline and a mobile number. Take advantage of it. Call us. Let us know how we can be able to pray with you. Or you just want somebody to listen to you. Share with us. We are there for you. Let's go into Thanksgiving. And the scripture for Thanksgiving is in the book of Psalm 84 and verse 11. He said, for the Lord God is our sun and shield. He gives us grace and glory. The Lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. That is the God we serve. And I want us to thank him because he hasn't withheld any good thing from us. Even the things we've prayed for and they are yet to be manifested, let's thank him because we know he's only keeping it because in his time, he makes all things beautiful. That what blessing we haven't received yet will come at the right time and will be a greater blessing when it comes at the right time. Let's thank him, the good God that we serve. Pause his reign upon both the good and the wicked. Pause out his blessing upon both the righteous and the unrighteous. He's merciful. You know, even when he sent his son to die, he died for the whole world. The Bible says, while we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's the nature of the God that we serve. He is good. He is gracious. He is merciful. He is kind. He is loving. But the enemy wants us to think that he is not. He is. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. We love you, Lord, from all of our heart for the things that you do in our lives, for your blessing and the benefits that we receive from you. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Forget not all of his benefits. Lord, I thank you. I give you praise. I honor you. In Jesus' mighty name, we've given thanks. Amen and amen. Let's get into the inspired word. And I want to bring a scripture from Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1, the Amplified Translation. I'm talking about the assurance of faith, the assurance of faith. You know, Hebrews 11 verse 1, Amplified Version says, now faith is the assurance. It's the assurance, the title deed, 
the confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen, the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. There's so much loaded in there. But I just want to talk about the word assurance. You know, when it says faith is the assurance, what does it really, really mean? Another translation says is the groundwork. It's the hypostasis, the, the, the Greek word uh, 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 in, in, in the Greek text, hypostasis. Faith gives you the basis, the, the framework, the shell, the stand, the leg to stand upon in the things you hope for. Faith is, 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 is made up of living hope, okay? So without hope, there's no faith. Faith is made up of living hope. The, 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 the book of Peter calls it lively hope, you know. And what is hope? Expectation of God doing something. There's an expectation in our heart. When we believe God, we have an expectation of something. Like Hannah going into the temple, she had an expectation of being able to have a son, have a child of her own. That was the expectation in her heart. And for years, year in, year out, she had that hope. But until faith comes in and gives a basis for hope and gives a leg for hope to stand upon, that hope then comes alive. That hope becomes active. That hope becomes powerful. That expectation is no longer passive expectation. It becomes an active ex expectation. And that's why uh, many times uh, when we talk about faith, we're talking about action, that faith can never be passive. You know, you believe God for something, you got to do something. One way or the other, God is expecting us to do something in, in response to what we believe him for. Somebody actively put it this way, that believing and faith are the two sides of a coin. And the same thing goes with hope and action. You know, you, you just hope for something, but you can sit down and die in hope. The Bible says that hope, you know, not actualized, sometimes leads the heart to just come into the place of fainting. You give up. You become demoralized. And that's what happened in prayer. When we pray and we pray and we pray and we pray and we don't see the results of our prayer life, you know, uh, we, we come to the place where we give up. You, you can't go anymore. You can't move on anymore. And, 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 and that's a result of hope that has no action behind it. But faith takes, you know, when you operate in living hope, it takes what it hopes for. It brings into the now what you hope for. So you're not just hoping in the futuristic tense where you say, I hope to become this. I hope to get well. But you say, no, I'm expecting God to heal me. Faith comes in, bang. You lay hold on your healing. And you say, Lord, I thank you because I am healed but even in that sense 
You may not have the physical manifestation of that healing, but you believe that you receive your healing. You believe it so much that sometimes what you believe is more real than what you feel. I can go on and on, but I, I want to stop there. And I want us to have a moment of reflection. As believers, can we progress from just believing passively to actively believing God? The assurance of faith is moving from the place of just believing to doing something with what you believe. Jesus came to that man lying down at the pool of Bethesda and he says, will you be made well? You know, Bethesda means hope. You can lie down, hang around hope for 38 years and never get a result. But the minute you begin to do something about what you hope for and you begin to exercise your faith and take what we call a step of faith. You're moving heaven in your direction. You're moving the resources of heaven in your direction. You're opening the windows of heaven and you're forcing the hands of God to release all that you need for the now. Father, in the name of Jesus, as intercessors on this platform, we come to that place, Lord, where we don't just want to sit down on what we believe, but we want to take what we believe. If we believe God is El Shaddai, we want to take that believing and we want to put it into action. If we believe that is Elohim, we want to take that and put it into action. If we believe is Aldonai, we want to take that and put it into action. Lord, help us, especially intercessors, that all we ever do is not just pray, but our prayer springs us into action. Our prayer gives us the limbs and the ligaments to spring into action and not just pray, but enforce the kingdom of God upon planet earth to see a change, to see a transformation, to see the manifestation of your glory and grace upon planet earth. Thank you. And so that scripture comes into manifestation that says our father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come and your will be enforced on earth in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I want us to pray for the church we will live by faith. We will live by faith. It's the same prayer we prayed for ourselves. I want us to pray it for the rest of the body of Christ. You know, Bible didn't say live by denomination or live by church title. It said live by faith. Look at that scripture. For therein is the righteousness of God. And you know, God's just been speaking to me about the word righteousness. It's, 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 if you have time, take, take time out and just study. What does righteousness mean? We'll leave that for another day. The righteousness, the rightness of God 
or the, the, the lifestyle of the kingdom. Righteousness is the lifestyle of the kingdom revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith. One translation says shall be upheld by faith. We go from faith to faith to faith to faith to faith in our life. In other words, you, if we look at what I just said in the inspired word, you're taking God at his word. You're acting on the basis of his word. You're just acting from faith to faith. All of your actions can be attributed to a response to the word of God. You know, faith is the response of the human spirit to the revealed word of God in our human spirit. And so the word of God is revealed in our human spirit and we respond to that revelation and that's what faith is. And all of our actions is, is on the basis of the word of God. No wonder Jesus says, I, I only do what I see my father do. And we need to come to that point where we're not walking in the flesh, our actions are not flesh-related, emotion-related, all the time driven by emotion, driven by the flesh. And we say we are Christians, we're believers. No, believers believe. Believing the word of God and our actions are tied to God's word. Come on, pray with me. Pray for the church, Father, in the name of Jesus. We want to pray for the body of Christ. We we pray for pastors and leaders and and church workers and deacons and deaconesses and and people in position of responsibility in the church all around the globe. We want to pray, Father, that you would take away from us customs and tradition and 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 and, and, and you know religiosity and and theology. That, that is dead without the living word of God, revelation of the word of God, that you take away from us all the things that makes us function in dead works. That will begin to live by faith. We'll begin to walk in the revelation, knowledge of the word of God, inspired by God in the things that we do. We'll let the word of God motivate us, the love of God motivating us. The righteousness of God motivating us. The way of the Father, the way of the kingdom motivating us. That the things we do and say and the way we live our lives is orchestrated by the word of God. That Lord, we pray that for the church, the body of Christ. Your word says that we be not hearers only, but we be doers of the word. That Sunday in, Sunday out, as people troop to church and attend services, midweek service, Sunday service, Friday service, that it will not just be attending services, but receiving instruction for living. And we begin to put that into practice, changing the world around us, changing the people around us, becoming positive influences in the world that we live in. Will you help us, Lord? Will you help the church? and bring us to that place, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I want us to pray for the nations, pray for salvation and repentance for the nations. The Bible says in Acts chapter 3 and verse 19, again, respond to the word. You know, Peter and John just finished healing that man by the gate called Beautiful, and the people gathered around them and said, wow, 
you know, these men are like gods to us. And Peter said, don't look on us as if we're anything of ourselves. It's just faith in Jesus. And in that name, that man is able to stand before you whole. And the people were convicted in their heart. And Peter said to them, repent and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. This is what our world needs to do. People have relegated God out of their lives. They've relegated God out of their homes, relegated God out of their families, relegated God out of education, relegated God out of the government. We, we've, take, we've put God in the background. I'm talking about our God, the God of heaven and earth. Even, even the Western nations that were founded many, many, many years ago on Christian ethics and Bibles in schools, Bibles in public places, in the United States, United Kingdom, in Canada, they're now beginning to relegate the Bible, relegate God. People need to repent. Nations need to repent. I know people say, well, nations don't repent. But I'll tell you, nations repent. The Bible says the nation that forget God will go into crisis and destruction. Whole nations, whole communities, whole families. Our families need to turn to God. Our communities need to turn to God. Our nation needs to turn to God. We all need to turn to God. I want us to pray and say, God, all around us, let there be the conviction of sin. All around us, let there be repentance. All people even come to church for years who are not saved. They don't know Jesus yet as Lord and Savior. You know, Jesus said, you say to me, Lord, Lord, but I don't even know who you are. You confess me with your lips, but your heart are far away from me. We want to pray, Father, that there be repentance, that people will turn away from unrighteousness and wickedness. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray that across the world where people worship you with their lips and their hearts are far away from you, that they will repent in their heart. They will turn from their sins and they will turn to you. We pray that Holy Spirit, you're the same in the day of Pentecost. And on that day when Peter and John caused those people to ask the question, what must we do that we may be saved? That Holy Spirit, you will cut through the hearts of men and women. We can week out as the gospel is being preached, as the word of God is going forth, as this message is going across, across the globe, that there will be a response of repentance and salvation in the hearts of men and women in the name of Jesus. We can't do that by Bible bashing people. We can't do that by bullying people. We can't do that by scaring people. But we can do that by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit working in the hearts of our loved ones, husbands that are not yet saved, wives that are not yet saved, children and grandchildren that are not yet saved, family members, friends, workerly, not yet saved, that the Holy Spirit can convict people of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment, and bring them into that place where they open their heart and respond to the Father. Thank you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. I want us to finish this prayer by praying for healing. 
I want to pray for healing. You know, this this morning I received a message that someone we prayed for many, many, uh, a, a couple of months ago, we prayed for this woman. She's she's had um, cancer, you know, um, and, and, you know, she went home to be with the Lord last night or this morning. You know, it was so really, really sad. But the good thing really is that I was able to lead her to the Lord and she gave her life to the Lord. And for the first time, she knew the joy of salvation. A couple of weeks after that, she was well. She was, she was, you know, making progress. But it's so sad to hear that she's gone home to be with the Lord. I rejoice in the fact that she's she's there at the feet of the Father. But we will have loved her to stay with us longer, to experience life, living for Jesus here on planet Earth. And I always say it, salvation is more important than healing. And if you're watching right now, you haven't given your life to Jesus, make sure you do so. But also important to salvation is our healing. Look at the scripture. Jesus died not just for us to be saved. He died also for us to be healed. Matthew chapter 8 verse 17. He said, this fulfilled the word of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah who said, he took our sickness and removed our diseases. I'm going to be praying for that family that just lost their loved one. God will bring peace into their heart. But at the same time, we'll be praying for people on this platform right now who need the healing touch of God. The Lord, will you have mercy and release your healing virtue? Can you pray with me wherever you are in the name of Jesus? Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to pray for the family of this woman who's just gone home to be with you. Your word says there's joy in heaven over one sinner that repents. I'm glad this woman knows you. I know right now there's a party, there's a festival in heaven that they're rejoicing because someone came home, finally made it. And Lord, I pray for her family members, loved ones. I pray for her husband and her son that you will comfort them at this time. Grant your peace upon their heart. And I pray, Lord, that in their grief, in their sorrow, in their pain, they will know you. They will turn to you. They will repent and find you. Will you make that possible, Lord? Will you, what the enemy meant for evil, will you turn it around for good? That in their time of distress, they find light and they find life and they find God. Make that possible, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we want to pray, Father, for people on our platform that need your healing touch, that need your power, Lord, to cast out every disease, every pain, every infirmity. It is not your will. Your word says that you took our infirmities and you bore our sicknesses. And so we release the power of your Holy Spirit to go into bodies, to go into bones, to go into blood vessels in the name of Jesus. Every organ of the body, the heart, the lungs, the liver, the pancreas, in the name of Jesus, the skin, in the name of Jesus, the muscles, the tendons, the bones, in the name of Jesus. I speak the healing power of God, that Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, that Jesus, will you touch your people today? Touch them and bring life and health to their bodies in the name of Jesus. We bless you, Lord, 
In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Let's give thanks to God because he always hears us when we pray. Father, want to thank you for hearing our prayers. We give you praise. We just honor you. Thank you because your word says this is the confidence that we have. The confidence we have that if we ask anything according to your will, you hear us. And if we know that you hear us, we know that we have our petition which has been granted unto us. Thank you, Lord. We believe that we receive. We believe that we receive. We believe that we receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for praying with me today. Really appreciate your time that you spend with us on the prayer experience. We do not take it for granted. And I tell you, we are nothing. We are just vessels in the hands of God. He's the one working in and through us. As you believe, you will see the manifestation of that which you believe God for. Please subscribe to our audio channel uh, on iOS and on Android. On all these platforms, just search for Daily Talks Media or search for The Prayer Experience and we have our audio podcast there. Also, we'll be back tomorrow. It's a Saturday. It means it's 6 p.m. and Joanne Slamon will be leading us in prayer. Look forward to seeing you all. God bless you. Bye-bye.
they cry. 